this whole started. <clears throat> so, uh, welcome back to Blanime Podcast. This is episode 129, I think. I think. Uh, I'll, I'll start keeping up with the episodes when I know for sure we back at 130 because I, I, I really I'm lost right now because we off our regular schedule. Um, but welcome back for another week, though. Um, it's Mike. It's Nay, and then we got our boy Yin from Studio Maho with us. What's up? So, uh, Yin, we got to chop it up with you this weekend, man, in person, of course. So, how, how was uh, the whole DreamCon experience for you, bro? It was pretty cool. Um, definitely the first time I'd ever gone to DreamCon. I think any of us had ever been to DreamCon, so it was it was pretty cool, um, especially being there as a team. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't finesse the table this time. And now I'm kind of like, dang, we could have got the table because there was like hardly any vendors there to begin with. So like, we definitely could have had, you know, a lot of traffic at our table. Um, for sure. But next time, hey, next time, you know, we, we we know for sure. I mean, next time we may even be getting invited. So that'd be that would be great. That's true. Yeah, y'all's merch would have went crazy in there because it wasn't like a whole bunch of people selling merch in there. And that's what I realized, like uh, mm-hmm. clothes and stuff like that. So I was like, damn. We could have definitely got some T-shirts off this weekend if we really put our minds to it and everything. So, right. Um. So did you see? I don't know about you, but like that whole weekend was damn near a blur for me because uh, apparently at the Airbnb, you saw me at the Airbnb. I, you know, apparently mm-hmm. I cooked and then um, I gave up my wings that were supposed to be meant for me to somebody else so the whole Airbnb was kind of mad at me and everything because I was like why you ain't eat and I was like well you know I'm trying to make sure everybody else had ate and everything before I eat so that's just you know but uh how was it did you did you get to see a lot of the uh well wait hold on first off time out it was your birthday this past week too man happy fucking birthday what? happy birthday yes, thank I think you. I said thank happy you. birthday birthday. I think you did uh, when I when I got to the Airbnb I yeah yeah I know I said it on Twitter. I can't remember if I said it in person or not. But yeah, happy birthday to a you, lot dog, of people man. Said it, so I don't remember. But <laughs> if you if you did, thank you. I know you did say it on Twitter, so that's that's all good. Yeah, if I see it on the timeline, I know I'm gonna shoot the happy birthday. I had to make sure if I said it in person, I have a good shit, man. How you feel being a year older, bro? I really don't feel any different. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> same, uh, the, same the only thing that I know that I can do that's different is I can rent cars. That's you're 25 now, right? I'm 25. Yeah. Golly, when we met you, you were not that old. I know. I was 22 still. Two. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't turned 23 oh, yet. Oh man. So. Oh man, we've known you for a minute now. Oh yeah. damn. Yep. So, but I mean, we got so much going on. Like, birthday is kind of like a. I don't know. The years kind of go by in a blur now that I'm like that. We, we we've been getting to work, especially and the pandemic definitely didn't help. So, oh, for sure. Like Almost it just. Yeah, I feel like I just kind of lost a year there. I know we were we were doing stuff in the background, so I know we got shit done. But like sometimes when I talk about like, yeah, you know, the last time we went to anime New York City was last. Sometimes I have to catch myself because I was like two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but I, I really. I'm just bad about my birthday in general. Like my mom get on me because because I don't be like planning to do anything, you know. I'm the same way. Um, and and she be trying to get me to do stuff, but I'm like, like last year I think uh, I didn't really do much because COVID. I was work. Well, it was COVID number one, and 
I was also working on Blade Titans. Like that was during mm. the time that we were still trying to get it out for the um the Shonen Jump contest. So I was just working on pages that whole time, like even through my birthday. Like I don't I don't know if I did anything that year. In fact, I just went and bought like birthday clothes for last year, like a month ago. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel you, bro, because, like, my birthday last year, man, I, I really wasn't trying to do anything. But, of course, Nay and them got in on the surprise birthday for me and everything. I I, I guess this was a year that I couldn't really avoid my birthday because it uh, last year because it was it was my 30th. I was like, damn, I can't I, I can't avoid this one. They they they, they got they, they're going to make me celebrate this one. But like 31. I'm gonna be real fucking low key on that one. Like I don't need no, I don't need none of that extra shit this year. So nay, ahead of time, don't do no shit for me. <laughs> She's making a face like no promises. She's exactly. like, yeah, nah. She's like, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man, yeah. You've been working your ass off, bro. We've been seeing you, you know, putting in this work and everything, man. So, I, you know, I, of course, I read the. Uh, the teaser for Blade Titans and everything. I think you dropped like the first 15 pages or so for the like, first 19. chapter. Yeah. 19. Yeah, 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 man. So we, I remember we talked about Blade Titans the last time we spoke to you on the pod. I think it was la- early February. last year and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's actually yeah. the last thing that I uploaded in, for, in terms of a podcast on my web, on the website. <laughs> so mm. I'm, I'm behind on that too. I need to, there, there have been a few podcasts since then, but. No, it's okay. We 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 the most important one. It's okay. Definitely, That's yeah. All y'all, right. y'all have the last episode on there, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We 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 trying to be the soldier boy, you know, Studio Maho. We trying to have the first to everything for that one. You know, we was the first podcast to have Studio Maho and Blade Titans mentioned periods, you know. Shit. So well yeah, man. We we appreciate you pulling up, bro. We sorry Pat couldn't make it with us for this time, but it's okay. We got we got getting bomber time, so it's all good, bro. Yeah. So man, before we get into the studio talk and the and the manga talk and everything, man, in your free time, if with little free time you probably have, have you been able to read anything, watch anything new outside of your normal duties working? Um yes, a little bit. Uh when Crunchyroll lets me to. You know, that's the fact. Because I, I don't know if y'all saw me post on the timeline. Crunchyroll been, been trash, slow bro. as hell, man. Like they trash. I was dog. stuck on an on a single episode for like three days because it no. just was not buffering. So um, lately, it's it hasn't been bad. Like it'll buffer a little bit and then it'll like mm-hmm. be good, you know. But it was bad recently. I I like went back to watching stuff on Netflix. So oh. yeah, you know, it's, yeah. Um, but I have been like, I recently finished watching um, Legend of the Galactic Heroes on Funimation, the reboot, not the original. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a space uh, opera. Type. I was about to say, it sound like a mecha. Like, is it? Is it's, is it's it not space? mecha. It's just it's like space, like you know, war in space type stuff. Like humanity warring with it with itself in space. Gotcha. Uh, like gotcha. The future and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and a lot of people say it's trash if they've seen the original. Or not trash, but they they say they give it like a six out of ten. I'm like, come on, man! It was it was solid, you know. But they kind of biased because they seen the old one. So that's true. Um, so I, I finished watching that. Um, I'm caught up on like I was watching something called Back Arrow on Funimation. It's by the same people that did Gurren Lagann. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, not the same studio, but writers. I think are the same. Gotcha. It's so, in my opinion, the first half of that was kind of like I was 
to kind of keep up with it. Like I wasn't really, really engaged. Um, but then like when the story really started to kind of unfold about the world itself, then I got like interested, like it was an actual interesting concept. So, um, that was pretty cool. Uh, I've caught up on, am I caught up on Tokyo Revengers? Please say yes. I feel like, no, I'm watching the most recent episode. I haven't watched that. The one that dropped today. I haven't finished watching that one, but. Oh yeah. I haven't watched one from today either. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching that. Uh, I'm behind on to your eternity, but I started watching that. Um, what else? Oh, my hero academia. Uh, I got to watch mm. today's episode. Um, that's about it. So I, I keep up with the mainstream stuff like when I can. So I'm, I'm pretty good about that. Nate, what about you? Anything else you you got to watch anything this week? Yeah. So I um only a couple things. I went back to start Blade of the Immortal. I know that's random, but I was just kind of in one of those moods. Like Super I random. To, um, some blood, gore. Mm. Um. And that actually encompasses all of that. Um, and then I also watched, it's a movie on Netflix. It's a mech. Was it the Hathaway movie? So I watched that a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, yeah. This one, Escape to Paradise. Oh, okay. So, do you yeah, know I what I'm talking about? I haven't then? watched it, but I know what you're talking about. So I started that and um, just because I like that sci-fi futuristic thing, I really wanted to, and, I, and I'm not opposed to mechs. I, I really do actually like mechs. So yeah. I did start that, but I kind of fell asleep. It wasn't boring. I just kind of started it late. I fell asleep yeah. on it. Um, so I didn't get um, too much of that watched, but I guess technically... Um, I'll plug this in the um, Strange Quirk for Blanime um, binge watch um, started. So since I started half the movie, well, I wouldn't even say half. I probably watched like the first 20 minutes. Do I get two points if I finish the movie? Mm, oh, uh, you know what? I How think it's uh, it, 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 movies count for three. So, so they, count, they count for three episodes. As long as it's, as long as, it's at least a, uh, an hour and a half, it'll count for three. Cool. But since I technically started it before, I but I didn't finish it. I only watched like 20 minutes of it before the binge challenge started. Count okay. It, count I just want, I don't, it. I don't want to cheat you guys, but I'm trying to win. This is. Just <laughs> <laughs> thought I asked. You, you only reason, the only way you win is if you get to count Supernatural. Oh, boy. And I'm doing so. I have not, I'm still, I, I think I'm still like, Early in uh, season seven, I haven't even really been watching that. Oh my god, you already um, missed season seven. It, I don't know, I'm over them right now. They are irritating. Um, I also I meant to pick up Classroom of the Elite because I know Mike, we have some stuff going on. So, um, but with my nephew in town, I didn't actually like really get to start it. And I watched the episode of Sales at Work. So that's oh, okay. just really, I don't know. That just is really, yes, really lighthearted. I, it just takes me back to the Osmosis Jones days, like when that movie came out and us. Yeah, it's just so cute. So I can definitely understand why Kasha was watching it with Hayden. Um, like I said, that was I just watched the episode just to kind of get my mind off things. But that is all I watched this week. Uh, I, I think I, I did. I think I am caught up on To Your Eternity. Uh, I'm pretty sure I am. It's starting to. 
pick back up like action wise. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have I, I'm caught up on that. Um, I'm one episode behind on Tokyo Revengers, which I'm not like pressed to watch the anime because I've already seen the, I've already read the manga. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm week to week on the manga now. I'm manga Mike, so you know what I'm saying. So you know, mm-hmm. no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So yeah, no, nah, I'm caught up on that. I, I'm almost caught up on that. Basically, I already know what's gonna happen, so it's lit. But it's got to be real crazy in these next few episodes of Tokyo Revengers. So for anybody that has not. Uh, read that manga you're in for a treat coming up pretty soon here so um okay. i'm trying to think what else have i watched uh i feel like it was something random i watched uh damn i can't think oh no i went peach boy riverside actually this this whole week because of DreamCon last week i really like wasn't really trying to watch a whole lot of anime i think i watched like a bunch of um other stuff so i watched that new powers show that came out okay. um, raising canaan yes it's actually really good so far. Yeah. First two episodes in, uh, it's really, really good. And the next one comes out tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm going to be in on that one. It's based like in the 90s. So it's not like it's not like the other two powers, or whatever, where it's modern day. It's it's all 90s shit. So um, it's it's pretty cool so far. I, I really enjoy it so far. So I, I got to give 50 Cent his fucking credit, man. He he can make a show when he want to, you know, Um yeah, but uh, Evil, of course, I've been watching that. Um, Speaking of, I did finish season one. That's what I did this week. I did finish season one of Evil. What are your thoughts? I really like it. I really like it. I'm glad because, um, you know, I did start it a while back when you told me about it. But for some reason, it was just kind of hard for me to get through that first episode or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it so for some of my people who have watched Vatican Miracle Examiners, Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me those vibes and it's because you know they work with the the Catholic Church to make sure like these things or these occurrences that are happening are either supernatural if they are you know if the devil's at work is it just if there's a logical explanation is there a scientific explanation to these things so I really do like that aspect and it definitely kind of like I said it kind of coincides with the Vatical Examiner Vatical Miracle Examiner's anime so if you like that anime, which I don't know how many people watched it outside of me and Kasha, um, it evil is definitely like right up the alley for that. Definitely just y'all two watch that. <sighs> Crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh and then I've been binging All American season three. So uh, I, I'm just a big high school football fan, so I have to watch it. It's a little dramatic, but I do enjoy the show. So Okay. Um but yeah, so we got to uh of course we got to see Yen at DreamCon and everything, man. So you wanna give uh the people um your experiences with hosting your own panel with uh um uh, Studio Maho and Concept Moon? So that was definitely pretty dope. Um I wish we didn't have technical difficulties because Bro, that was that was not cool. Um It was not, man. Yeah, one HDMI cord for the for the computers and then they only had um they had one mic and the mic went out halfway through the panel. I remember so, that, yep. Yeah. Um one mic for the four panel? Yeah, one mic for the entire so like I think they just kind of set up the room for the entire day and they only mm-hmm. had one mic in there for everybody. So they had to pass the mic to folks, you know. And then we had 
even more technical difficulties because Evan had his PowerPoint or whatever online, and he was just going to sign into the computer that they had set up for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Wi-Fi was god awful, um, mm. and for some reason, DreamCon didn't get. I guess they didn't get permission to use the meeting Wi-Fi for the Sheridan, which is specifically for those rooms. Mm-hmm. And so we were stuck trying to use the regular lobby or main Wi-Fi, and that was terrible. So the trash one. Yeah. So that's why we had to like finesse and just start the panel because we were like, we're gonna sit here for like 20 minutes trying to figure this out um, if we don't start. So we had Evan just kind of get stuff going, and um, but I, I think the panel itself was good. Like aside yeah, from the was. technical difficulties. You know, you know, we had a good, um, we had a solid turnout. We had good questions be asked, um, and I think Evan gave gave a lot of good information on like the marketing side. He was trying not to like have so much information at once. He was trying to like condense it as as much as he could, but you know, marketing there's is a lot. So, um, and then yeah, we got to talk about you know our series and and. Um, Keith got to talk about his series and it was good to have like two different perspectives because we're such like a brand new studio, you know, air quotations. Cause we're like, that's our name, but we're not really to the full studio status that like concept moon is at yet. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in terms of like publishing, like we're definitely mm-hmm. not a publishing studio yet. Um, and we definitely had people ask us about that. Like after the panel, we had a guy come up and ask us like to take a look at his work and, um, I think he, I think he sent it to Keith too. So that was kind of cool. It was it was like I was telling Patrick about that earlier because that's the same kind of position we were in. Like when we were at um, it reminds reminds me when we were at Anime Fest mm. and uh, we were at that panel for Studio Chizu and um, at the I end of the panel we went and tried to give them books. Yeah, and Patrick loves that story because like security was telling us we couldn't do that. And we, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, now we're like we're in the same position in terms of like we're hosting the panel now and people are coming up to us trying to get, you know, us to take a look at their stuff. Um and then like when I was streaming last night, had a guy ask like, Hey, if I do a manga, like are you got can you can I publish it under Studio Maho? And I was like, We're not there yet, man. We're we're just not like maybe in the future, maybe down the line, yeah. we're just not there yet. Like I think it's part of it is like the perception of us as a studio is like we're actually a full-blown studio already like established and have been around mm-hmm. for a minute so a lot of people are automatically like okay bet i can get on with these guys i can like bring my series to them and they can publish it for me and we're like hold on pump, pump <laughs> the brakes pump the brakes man like we just started like we just rebranded into a studio like you know a couple weeks ago so um we're not there yet but we do kind of we talk about that like in terms of being able to bring on other people's series eventually in the future and other creatives and branch out you know so so yeah that's dope man um i I just want to say when we got there to y'all's panel bro like we kind of rolled up in there like toman because like they they when we all walked in they were still doing that little game show shit and mm-hmm. I'm like y'all need to come on bro my niggas is trying to do their panel and y'all are still in here doing this shit and I was like bro y'all gotta come the fuck on right. Nay, yeah, Nay, you wasn't there the first no, day so it was yeah. on Friday I didn't get to make it so yeah so we, so basically like before, like Yen and this panel started at, at 5 
Mm-hmm. And so we're there. We're all outside waiting for four, four fifty five and everything, waiting and everything. And so five o'clock rolls around. We start trying to get in and go. We all sit at the back of the uh, of the place and everything. And they're still doing this game show. So it's like five oh five, five ten. Now I'm like, damn, they still doing this. So Janice had got up and went and told somebody that was like a volunteer, like, hey, they over their time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and she went and told them like, "Hey, y'all need to pick this shit up." And Wrap they still up. kept going. Yeah. And so Yen, Yen's and them panel didn't damn near start probably till close to five twenty ish because they they had to pack up, then they had to set up, then there was technical difficulties which could have been you know worked out if they had had time to get set up properly and everything like that. So they pretty much had to freestyle it after all that you know mm-hmm. nonsense before then and everything. So. I think hopefully, you know, next time uh, y'all y'all get to do a panel and like I say, they invite y'all and everything like that. Hopefully they uh, accommodate y'all properly. Um, that was the only thing I didn't like about that, because I was like, bro, y'all got to y'all got to come mm-hmm. on. Like I, we have people. It was a bunch of us in the back. And it was probably mm-hmm. it was probably at least 30 of us back there waiting Mm-hmm. Waiting for for that panel and everything, was, you know, with us and then other people waiting for that specific panel. So right, um, yeah, but that 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 uh that that irked my nerves that day, man. I was like, bro, they need to come on, bro. I need I need my guys to get set up and get ready for this panel because I recorded the whole thing. I was like, I held my iPad. I'm getting this whole thing on tape. Like Papa Mike, as <laughs> like the father he is. Like, I'm supposed to sitting up there like this the whole time. I'm like, yeah, my guys got it. Yeah, well, yeah, man. Uh, uh, so yeah, how how did um the name Studio Maho come into fruition? That's y'all actually, went from Team God Punch, yeah, to Tutu Maho. Mm-hmm. So that's actually um that was actually Patrick's idea. Okay. We were like, me and him were just kind of talking. Um, I think this is around when we knew that like, yo, we have like a second series now in terms of like Blade Titans, mm-hmm. and we were like, in the future what are we going to call ourselves? Cause we can't be team God punch. Like mm-hmm. we have to like be something that encompasses everything that we work on as a we whole, need like an yeah. umbrella term, you know, our umbrella company to like, you know, encompass all of our series. So we were just spitballing names and, and, and this man, like, I think it only took like two tries and he just threw out studio Maho. And I was like, that sounds good. I like that. And so then we had to decide, like, do we want to spell it with the OU or do we want mm-hmm. to just spell it with the O with the accent over the top and it looked better with the, the O with the accent. So, um, and definitely now, like I look at how I designed the logo with like the way it's spelled and stuff, mm-hmm. it definitely wouldn't have looked right with the U. So, um, yeah. So, you know, and he was like, he wanted a tagline where the magic happens, you know, um, it just kind of came to him like real easy. So, I was on board because it sounded cool to me. Um, and that's that's kind of where we started. But then, like, transitioning and to doing that um, came when we released – we were getting ready to release the first 19 pages of Blade Titans, or we were getting close, I think, to releasing the whole thing in general. Um, and we were like, okay, God Punch Day is coming up, like – it's probably a good time as any to like do the, do a rebrand announcement, you know, um, on the anniversary of us releasing God punch. It was like timing was just perfect. So yeah, yeah. That's why we chose that day to do it. Um, and, um, yeah, we were just like, it's time, it's time to, time to do the rebrand and make ourselves sound more professional, you know, as a, as a company too. So for sure. Yeah. 
where does uh where does Maho come from? It's Japanese for magic. Mm. So I don't know, if you ever, right. If you've ever watched like um I don't know, Black Clover or anything magic based, when they say the mm. word magic, they say Maho. Or they mm. or in like Black Clover, they they talk about the Wizard King and his name is the Maho Te. Ah oh, okay, gotcha. Wizard, it, so it's like it means like three different this means like magic, sorcery, you know, there's like different words that you can use mm. it for, but it main word is magic. So yeah, we're studio magic. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I was yep. so mad I couldn't come out to y'all's uh, y'all's event and everything, man. I had some some family stuff come up, so I couldn't make the drive out there, man. But uh how was the uh the coming out party? It's dope. It's super dope. <laughs> Um, I mean, we you saw we had like a sign made, like acrylic sign. And I I, was hard. I rigged it with some LEDs on the back, um, and then like you know we had bought all the decorations and stuff. It took us longer to set up than we thought. Like putting like the LEDs around the balloons that were going in the middle of the table. I was still doing that when the party started. So like when people started coming in, I mm-hmm. was doing last minute decorations. So that's probably why I'm not in like a ton of the preliminary, like the the first few pictures. Mm-hmm. Um that um our photographer took so but the party as a whole was dope you know we just kind of hung out had music playing we were just kind of conversing with all the people that were there um everybody had a good time we had good food um and uh then we did a raffle for the the two posters that i had printed i literally had that done like the week like like a few days before the event because i was like holy shit, we forgot to order posters off of our own website. So, oh, man. Yeah, so I had to go to, like, Office Max and and just print some. Um, so, you made it work, though. It looked good, man. Yeah, we made it work. We made it work. You know, it, it, I could go pick them up same day from Office Max, so it, it, it worked out. Um, and then we had those for the, for the little raffle that we did, and, like, everybody participated and bought – tickets was not expecting a bunch of people to like buy multiple tickets so that was cool you know everybody was out there supporting us um and then i think daphne won the first prize first place prize um which was the and then she chose the the percy and mirai poster Mm -hmm. um and then dom won the second place prize and he got the uh, the blade titans cover as a poster so yeah, I'm hating because I definitely want one of them posters, but I might just buy one. <laughs> oh well, there is a there is a sale going on for the next two days. Not one that we put on, but like Teespring has their own sponsored sales. So mm-hmm. it's a, there's a back to school sale, and like the I think it's actually just back to school all caps is mm. the is the promo code for ten percent off. So Net, Siri set a reminder to buy uh, a poster. Um, nah, but uh. Oh, go ahead, Nay. Um, thanks, Mike. I was about to. I had a question. So, first, um, again, congratulations. The Studio Hot Maho thing. I was kind of. I'm with Mike. Um, I couldn't make it down there, but it was really nice to see. I know for me and Mikey, for sure, I can speak um, for him on this to see where you guys have started from the first time we interviewed you guys. Um, even you, you know, and you being 22 getting to know Pat, you guys come together to, you know, start God Punch to where you guys are now is it's really nice to see. And I'm glad and thankful and humbled that we've been a part of the journey. Um, so one question I had was, uh, was it February? No, because we had the snowstorm. It was earlier this year. We, we had you guys come down. It was you, Pat and Duke. 
Yes. Um, and then you guys, you know, I don't know if the the exact studio thing was kind of coming up. I know you guys had a lot of plans. There were some other things. You know, you guys talked about Blade Titan, uh, mm-hmm. Bill T. The Front. I'm still waiting on that. I am personally <laughs> still waiting on that series. Um, but you guys did kind of touch on, um, you know, expansion and adding more people to the team. And you guys coming to DreamCon we got to see a lot of those people. There were some people that we hadn't seen before. So how was the process with the rebrand and then adding those new people to the team? Um, Like, how did all of that kind of go for you guys? So um, most of the people that you probably saw at DreamCon, uh, with the exception of, I think, Evan, um, everybody else was already on the team by Anime New York City. Uh, okay. 2019. So we've okay. had like Desmond, our photographer. We've had him on the team since that okay. time, and that the first time we met him was Anime New York City because he lives in Brooklyn. So, oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So gotcha. he was already there, and he just came with the crew, and that was like the first time he we got to meet him and stuff. Um, but this is the only, this is the second time, only the second time we've seen him, you know, since then. So, mm. um, yeah. So he was already on the team by that t- by that point. But Evan joined probably like a month or two after that. Okay. Um, after we came back from Anime New York City, um, and he joined our marketing team. So he's been with us for a minute. Like he's been running on okay. you know our social media accounts and stuff like that. Um, okay. And then. The newest members that we have on the team, like I literally just added them to the website today. Um, oh shit! Is uh, you guys know Terrence Sage on uh, on Twitter? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he yeah. he joined as like a, a a content editor to work under Patrick with like fleshing out the series and st- uh, for God Punch. Okay. Um, Daphne joined our team as legal counsel. As a little, yes, yep. I saw that. Uh, and Shout then, out to Daphne. Yes, big Daph. Um, and then Alex joined our team as marketing. So they all got added to the website today. So do y'all have like a big ass studio Maho group chat that y'all communicating in? Or like, how does that we work? We do with actually on Twitter. Like we have, oh, for, okay, okay. So for a while it was just, it was, I mean, it still is. It's, we're going to like, we got to change the name of it, but it's still under uh God punch HQ mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, so that's like where we do all our, planning and stuff like uh we got some moves being made you know i mean y'all saw we we got to meet rdc at dreamcon and and chop it up with them so we have some more plans in that arena with those guys um coming soon gonna be chopping it up with them uh and some other folks like we got to meet um zeno the voice of hawks yes yes um, we met him too yeah, yeah he's yeah. real cool uh he's super cool and we chopped it up with his manager jonathan who was sitting next to him um who is also trying to get into voice acting so oh. he, he was like yo i'll be down to help you guys out you know um so we chopped it up with him chopped it up with uh gabe kunda voice of rock yeah Lock. yeah um mm-hmm. you see my autograph right here behind me he, oh he, yeah, he, yeah. He, That's he, what's he, he, he hooked us up shout out to gabe man yeah, yeah. so um I kind of like vaguely already knew who he was uh, outside of his voice as Rock Lock. Like I, I don't really, I don't watch the dub, so I didn't know that he was the voice of Rock Lock until I saw him. But mm-hmm. I knew him outside of that based off of um, just like Twitter, obviously, and the fact that he's the co-creator of Star Child with uh, Brandon on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. So 
we kind of connected based off of that, just like that we both know Brandon and, and stuff. Um, but yeah, we got his information. Um, who else did we meet at the con? I feel like that was pretty much it. I mean, we saw people that we already knew, like Black Girls Anime was there right. um, and some other folks. So networking was, was 10, 10 out of 10. Um, we got a lot done. And uh, yeah, like I said, we, we hit the ground run. Like I told Patrick, like as soon as we went to DreamCon, like DreamCon was going to be like the springboard for the rest of the year in terms of like mm-hmm. getting the ball rolling on stuff. And uh, definitely, like, the networking has opened up some opportunities for us. Uh, like, more people know who we are now, especially doing the panel and stuff like that. Like, that really kind of was helping put us on the map for a lot of people. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just going to manifest this right now. Um, y'all need to be on the main stage next year. Uh, other than some people that got on the main stage, that's all I'm going to say. So... Definitely need, y'all. <laughs> Definitely need y'all up there well, for everybody to see, you know, on a big stage. Cause uh yeah, y'all got a lot more good information than other folks. So that's all I'll say. But uh oh man, yeah, that that shit that shit's been dope. So you you've added a lot of people to the team and everything like that, man. So who between you, I know you and Pat pretty much at the forefront and everything. So who says, hey man, we need to add this role to to the to the squad, man? And who goes out and searches for that person or who goes out and says, eh, let me let me see what we need to do. Excuse me. Um, kind of just me and Patrick right now. Like, yeah, just- it's really just us. Like, I think maybe Evan does sometimes like he'll tell us like, hey, this person hit me up saying they wanted to join like and they do this. Could we use a spot like that on our team? And we'll be like, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of how. Um, and then sometimes people just hit us up. Like mm-hmm. the two assistants that we that we got, um, one of them we found on Upwork. Like Patrick put out a you know a, a job posting essentially on Upwork to find him. Um, but the other guy that we just brought on recently, um, he just hit us up on Twitter, like like out the blue, I think. Um, then saw that we were looking for you know more artists to help help us out, so. That happened um, in terms of, and then some people just ask. Like, uh, we had a couple of people that are animators um, join our team to help Blake out because you know Blake is our resident animator. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got one asked to come on the team, and then like I think two other ones we just saw on Twitter and asked them, "Hey, do you you want to like help us out? Like, <laughs> your shit is dope. We could probably use you on the team, you know." Uh, if we do some projects in the future and they were like, yeah, like one of them is really young, six, like 16 years old. Um, but he, he man's is a prodigy. Really? Like, like his stuff is fantastic. Um, we just, I just came across it, I think on Twitter or, or maybe Patrick sent it to me. Um, and I was like, this guy's stuff is solid. So that's just, kind of, that's just kind of how it happens. I mean, like you'd be on social media and you see somebody that, could could be useful to you you either reach out to them or somehow they they reach out to you so that's kind of how it's been so far um and then of course like you know daphne and alex were doing work at the con and oh yeah yeah at that point it was like they're essentially all had already been part of the team so why mm-hmm. we just might as well make it official at that point you know right 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 um so yeah that's basically how it goes 
So, Yen, I have one more question for you. Um, for people who are like really breaking into the business aspect of this, um, especially like like I said, we've gotten to see your growth over the last three years, pretty much. What would you say as far as the businessman um, with you got, you know, with you and Pat coming together and then you guys creating all of this um, fantastic work that you guys have came up with to, to rebranding to this studio um, as a business person? What growth have you seen out of yourself um, and Pat? And what advice would you give people, you know, if they're trying to, I guess, you know, break into the manga or comic book world, you know, especially being a black content creator? Mm-hmm. Um, man, uh, it's, a, it's a, it was a lot of work, like getting to this point. So, I mean, when we first started, you know, like it was literally just like a handful of us. And we started out like it helped that Patrick was had already like he had moved out here, you know, before we really connected. First time I met him was at a bookstore, you know, um, that was the first time we met was at a Barnes and Noble after he had moved out here. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, connecting over the whole manga section, you know, that's just um, dope. Yeah. And then we went to get ramen after that. That's how that started the whole we go to get ramen every time. But. I would say that like anybody that's looking to like get into the manga industry, like if you're by yourself, definitely do a lot of research, like look at other people that have done it um, to kind of get some ideas of where you need to go and definitely just reach out to people like you. A lot of people are just scared to talk to people, you know, they're like and I get that to an extent because, you know, it can be a little daunting, especially if people have like a ton of followers and stuff. You'd be like, they're not going to see my message like. Right, right. But there's no harm in trying because you never know. Like some people literally will, will get back to you. Um, and I think we touched on this at, in the panel that we did, but definitely boost your social media presence. Like crazy. Like, um, I can't tell you how much it helped that we brought on Evan as like marketing and social media coordinator, because he runs all our accounts, but he makes like, you know, little flyers and stuff that we can post on on Twitter and Instagram and, and just like imagery and stuff that we can we can post on all our social media platforms. Like just constantly being engaged with people that um, like your content and boosting it in, in all those different on all those different platforms. So like, like right now, we're not doing too hot on Facebook. Like Facebook is our, probably our least Man, platform. Um, <laughs> started on Facebook, and I was literally yeah. just, yeah, I was, and I was literally just talking to Patrick about how like we need to kind of get more active on Facebook, not because like we don't already do well on fa- on Twitter and Instagram, but just the fact that we have an audience on Facebook. It's probably mostly older folks, but you know they're there, and if we're not reaching out to them, we're kind of like missing out on you know, uh, engagement from that, that platform. So be consistent. You know, if you're going to post something on one platform, it post it on, you know, another, like I post on Twitter. I make sure anytime I post like an image on Twitter, I tried to remember to post it on Instagram, you know, um, because that matters, you know, you have audience on one platform that may not even use the other platform. So mm-hmm. keep the content consistent between the platforms. Um, and 
yeah, I mean, you kind of have to shoot. I mean, for us, we, we like to hit cons and, and stuff like that. I mean, we did that a lot, especially in 2019. You know, we were trying to start a little con run. Um, I would say, you know, networking is especially is extremely important. Um, I, I already said, like, reach out to people and stuff like that. But um, you go to events, you know, get some business cards made. Like, if you're if you're an artist or you're a writer or something, have some business cards, have something you can give people, you know, so they'll remember you rather than just like telling them your name and what you do, because just having that, they, even if it gets like thrown in their wallet or something, they may come across it later. Who knows, you know, and they'll be like, Oh, I remember this person, you know, like I met them at whatever. Um, and that's one of the things that me and Pat were, were notorious for doing is go up to somebody. We either give them a book you know, we had little hard copies made. We either give them books or business cards or both. So they knew who we were. They remembered us. I mean, I can't tell you like how incredible it felt to, to, to go to DreamCon and talk to people like Zeno and RDC and tell them, hey, yeah, we have this series called God Punch. And they're like, yeah, I've heard of that. Right. Like, that's crazy. That just means that, like, you know, you're doing a good job on social media. Like, your 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 reach is working. So, it works. It works. Take advantage of social media. It is extremely powerful. My tablet's over there talking in the background. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, take advantage of social media. Um, that's extremely powerful. You know, like mm-hmm. the, people underestimate that. And I mean, shoot it brought me and Patrick together. You know, that's how we started is just randomly coming across each other on social media. Somebody shared my post and he saw it mm-hmm. and me. And then I joined his team like a few months later, you know, before I graduated college. So use social media to your advantage. Um, be consistent in your engagement. Like if you're going to, like I said, if you're going to post on one platform, post on other platforms. Um, and don't be afraid to like, find other people that believe in the project and bring them on. I mean, we got lucky with a lot of our members, like the the type of people that just believed in what we were building and just came on to help us out in terms of like volunteering. Um, But law of attraction, law of attraction. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. So just be personable and, and be willing to network and get outside of your comfort zone because when I was before I even used to talk to Pat and and you know he commissioned me for the the first little chapter cover yeah. um I was not really super active on social media I mean I, I the only thing I used was probably Twitter not Twitter Instagram mm-hmm. and even that was sparingly like I'd probably post every few months you know mm-hmm. um and it definitely wasn't great content yeah <laughs> so when I, after I met Pat, it was like, you know, I realized I have to be active. Like I have a series that I'm trying to put out, push that content out as much as possible. Like shove it in people's faces. They see it 24 seven to the point where if they haven't been keeping up with it, they'll eventually just give in and be like, all right, let me just click on this and see what it's about. Right. Um, and even if they don't get engaged with it, they may retweet it to their timeline. Somebody else will see it. That's just how social media works. So, yeah. 
be on that, man. So let's talk about Blade Titans, man, because it seems like that's the next drop, man. Yes, it is. Uh, so good. <laughs> well, well, actually, not even just Blade Titans, because I, I did see y'all drop the uh, the cover for Chapter Four, of God Punch, man. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll we'll start we'll start there, and then we'll go to Blade Titans, man. So I, I saw that cover, man. It looks like my boy per- Percy is going through it. Yes. Um. <laughs> so how how um how was this chapter? illustration wise uh for you compared to the other three that you've done already um well i just started so i can't talk about like the the overall illustration for the chapter i really mm-hmm. i really just started like i just did the cover that was the first thing that oh, i did okay. the whole chapter i haven't done any sketches so it's still in the works okay it's still in the works but i have i you know i've read the script like me and pat have gone over the script in fact he just sent me the the final final version because he has sent me the final version he made a last minute revision i think today um so i have that but i've looked over it and i know how it's going to look it's very it's not super action heavy you know this is like this and i think the next chapter are kind of more dialogue heavy um because well i can't 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 spoil that but don't spoil it yeah i'm not gonna spoil it because i i do know what happens in the next couple of chapters like you know but I will say this. So with every shonen type series, there's always a training arc, right? Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for something along those lines. Okay. It's going to be some people we see. Okay. Right. Yeah. So some people are going to show up. And I mean, you saw the the, the title of this chapter, mm-hmm. uh, Sativa, into, into the spirit world. So we're about to go on a journey that's all i'm gonna say Mm, yeah let's get it so um definitely like illustration wise i think this chapter like i said not super action heavy but more so um a lot of like backgrounds to draw more like environments you know like Mm -hmm. you'll see some new new places and things like that some new characters um probably some new creatures you know because we already had zhang liu the demon yeah so you probably see some some stuff along the lines of that um we'll see what happens uh because remember sylvia was about to fight zhang liu at the end of chapter three so mm-hmm. may, may get to see that after, what, what was going to happen right after that um and where percy went and he ended up on the spirit train so yeah it's gonna be some cool stuff i'm excited um and also, my my other assistant is actually going to get put to work on this chapter, so you may see it faster than than we have been on previous chapters. I mean, that's the whole reason we hired assistants is to try and get stuff out quicker. So, um, like the the first guy that I told you we hired off of Upwork, he's going to be working mostly on God Punch backgrounds, um, which should cut probably my production time in half. Hopefully, oh man. Um, and our other guy is already like because we have so much stuff going on, I was originally going to finish blade Titans by myself. And then he was going to start working on God punch chapter four with the other assistant, but I put him to work to finish the backgrounds on the rest of blade Titans. So, um, just waiting to hear back from him on how that's going. Um, but yeah, so God punch chapter four is, is coming. I would say, uh, it depends on how fast this, uh, the, this assistant, gets done with the um the blade titans pages because then i have to finish the the foreground stuff like drawing the characters mm-hmm. and things like that but right right um i mean blade titans will probably be out mid-august that's that that's my tentative release date you know like based off of what i how fast i think my assistant is 
it's tentative. So we'll see. But um, when we get really close, like when he says he's like, you know, a couple pages from finish, then I know like I'll announce something on Twitter, you know, like it's coming. Like it's finally here. Um, God punch. When I get to work on that, I'm really hoping that gets done within like two to three weeks. Like if my, my other assistant gets to work. So it's, it's long. I mean, it's 27 pages, but like I said, it's not really a lot of action. It's more like backgrounds and stuff, dialogue. So um, there's a little bit of some, some comedy in there. So I'm excited. So with Blade Titans, man, because I was I was all in whenever I read when you when you put out there on Webtoons and everything like that, man. So do you anticipate with your newfound freedom with the with the staff and everything now? Do you anticipate um, dropping maybe more than once a year or you're not sure yet? You just kind of got to see how it works out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'll say this. Um, the moves that we have going on in the background right now will probably allow us to really get cracking in terms of getting content out. Um, like I said, we already have two assistants and we're we're kind of like playing with the idea of either having one assistant dedicated to one series and one dedicated to the other. And then I just do sketches for both wait for them to finish the backgrounds and then do all the foreground work or all three of us will collectively work on a chapter at a time. And, you know, obviously the production time would be insane if we did that. So we're trying to see, you know, do we want to, do we want to allocate all our resources to one chapter um, at a time, you know, for one series, or do we want to kind of work on both simultaneously? So we don't have to like, one drops here and then like you have to wait three weeks another one drops here but they kind of more so drop at the same time on a regular schedule you know um but we we trying to get a volume out by the end of this year so that's another that's another six chapters by the end of uh uh, not even by the end of the year before we go to anime new york city we want to have a volume out so like i said i anticipate like being able to work on a god punch chapter and have it finished within two to three weeks with an assistant working with me because it's just a lot of work by myself, but yeah. I am getting yeah, a lot yeah. faster. Like work-wise, I mean, if, if you've been watching my streams or anything like that, you can see how much faster I'm, I've gotten in terms of drawing. I mean, it took me a handful of like maybe two to three hours to finish that um, chapter four cover. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm much faster with assistance. Like production times are going to be insane so we'll we'll be dropping at least a chapter a month like you you can quote me on that i love a it chapter a month i love hey, it man at least at least bare minimum Same. yeah like 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 i said if, if both of my assistants get put to work per chapter and we just kind of like allocate all our resources to one series at a time we could probably drop like two chapters a month so I'm so proud of y'all, man, because uh, like I say, you know, we, we, we've we been here from the start and everything, man. Y'all mm-hmm. y'all was coming in, at, I think at the beginning, like maybe six months or maybe once every eight months, something like that. And I know there's a gap in there, especially with the pandemic and everything. And now you're talking about dropping a, a, a chapter a, a month and everything. Oh. Yeah. Yo, 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 your wrist and your fingers are going to be on fire, huh? <laughs> 
see, but that's the thing. Like, I don't have to do all the backgrounds by myself no more. So yeah, I'm gonna just be mostly doing all the line work, um, and then like drawing characters and and specific panels. But any panels that are Uh-oh. like super background heavy with trees or buildings or whatever, my assistant's taking care of that. I, I'm not trying to break my hands. So I love hearing. I don't know what happened to Mike. I love hearing this my assistant thing. This is so nice. It's you very new for me because I, I essentially was the type of person that did not want anybody else working on my series. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like super sensitive about who Your else work. I have. Like like anything that, that's mine, I don't like other hands touching, you know. Um, but uh, this is like a this is a new experience for me having having assistance. But so it lo- as long as they're good and and like up to par skill wise, I don't mind. Like I think I'll be okay. I, even though I have like, if they can match my style like pretty well, like how assistants mm-hmm. are supposed to do, you know, you don't want contrasting styles. But if they can match it pretty well, I'm all for it. So that is awesome. Question: Are these assistants? In the Houston area as well, or are they remote? Or I should say, okay. Yeah, no. Uh, one of them, like the one that we got off Upwork, is from the Philippines. Uh, no, he's from Malaysia. Okay. Um, so yeah, we we hired him. Um, he does speak English, though. I mean, a lot of people over there do speak English, mm-hmm. um, and his English is good. Um, so we hired him. So he's from Malaysia. The other guy that we hired is from the Philippines. Who also okay. sp- he also speaks good English and stuff. So, um, so how do hour- things work with the time difference? Yeah. The hour difference is a little weird. So, I think both of them, uh, Malaysia is like they're probably they're around in this in the same kind of area. So, oh, um, oh. in terms of like time difference over mm-hmm. there, but the way it works is they're essentially. Uh, Oh, there he is. I don't know what. Oh, I don't know what happened there, but my whole computer just froze. Well, up your on camera me had been kind of like anyway tripping out for the yeah. past ten minutes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this uh this this platform, but we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it worked out. But anyways, yeah. <clears throat> oh, but I was saying, I was saying the what, um, what, what, the guy from the Philippines. So he's thirteen hours ahead. The whole half day ahead of us. Yes. So, but so basically, oh, wow. like the only time we can really communicate with him is like, um late afternoon early evening to um the morning times uh, for us you know so they're kind of flipped schedules right but i'm a night owl anyway so i'll stay up late it don't matter um like over there i think it's it's noon for him so yeah if you need to reach out he can definitely get a hold of you Mm mm-hmm that is so awesome. Y'all, I'm just super proud of you guys. And like just hearing, I mean, just the the growth since 2019 till now is just amazing. Like assistance and just how big God punched through Yamaha has gotten over the last couple of years. It's just really nice to see. Like we've been rooting for you guys, but like to actually see everything that you guys have spoken to existence like fall into fruition like time after time again it's like really nice to see i'm like super proud of you guys i really am thank you oh well mike you yeah i'm still here while we was getting um while i was getting back in here and everything like that i did go ahead and uh 
I think I submitted my thing to pre-order for uh, Blade Titans because I need to add it to my collection because I am one of the few with the first three copies, you know, right here and everything like that. So I, I want everybody to see that here. I have the official autographed uh, chapters of uh, God Punch and everything like that. So I need to add Blade yes. Titans to that uh, collection I have going on here and everything like that. So can you tell everybody where they can um, pre-order and order uh, God Punch or Blade so, Titans? Um you go to our website studiomaho.com uh if you go to click on the shop tab um and not the so that's another thing i'm i'm working on the website like integrating so you don't have we don't have to use the form or anything anymore um mm-hmm. i'm like integrating it to where people can you know you remember you remember the site used to have a cart in the top right and it didn't do anything yeah. now yeah, the cart yeah. will actually yeah. mean like you can actually check out so uh, I'm working on that right now. But if you click on the first shop tab, not the second one, um, in the in the header, that'll take you to the physical copies section, and you can pre-order the first three chapters of um, God Punch, autographed or or not autographed, um, as well as the first full 52-page chapter of Blade Titans, which will be coming in August. So. Um, and pre-orders end tomorrow so yeah you might you might want to get on that uh now blade titans will have a second order period just for blade titans when that drops um but this okay. is like this is just the pre-order period you know so yeah okay now what's up with the ability to front like you guys do not know like how i am anticipate i i literally use that phrase all the time so like <laughs> I just got it like are there any updates you could give us like you know exclusive updates because I'm waiting uh, I wish I could say there was like like we had production or anything on that but we really like right now we're just focusing on God Punch and Blade, God Punch and Blade Titans because that's all mm-hmm. our resources can handle at this point but I do want some kind of bill T defront thing out before this this year is over. So we will at least see something like and I told, you know, me and Patrick were talking about it. That Bill does not have to be um it's not going to be like the length of a normal chapter. It's going to be like kind of like short shorter stuff. Right. Um maybe maybe like half the length of a chapter, you know, 10 10 15 pages or something like that uh max. So um but I haven't done any like artwork on bill i mean we know what he's gonna look like you know and, and stuff like that but we haven't drawn him um maybe maybe i'll do that on stream one day i'll just like randomly yeah. bust out a bill t to front design or something you know um yeah i definitely need to see that I we, we talk about it all the time like it's gonna happen we just don't have the time to to get started on it yet but i may need to at least like like draw up a character or something you know um like how when but you know before blade titans dropped we we already had like character designs and stuff like that um we could at least put like bill on a t-shirt or something i don't know you know i, I could do something like that yeah something you know what i'm saying the streets is waiting for bill man yes we are that is gonna be so funny oh. when i say the streets i mean man. <laughs> 
No, nah, no, nah, that was a funny, that was a funny ass conversation we had with y'all earlier this year, man. That was like, I was like, oh shit, built different, built yeah, to I'm oh, telling I you, I say that shit all the time. It's called <laughs> built to the front. It's, good. it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited, like, because we talk about all the little scenarios that Bill could get himself into and get out of because mm-hmm. he's built different. So, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's gonna be just straight comedy. Every time it comes up in a conversation, like everybody just start laughing because it's 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 gonna be classic. Good shit, good shit. Let's see. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it just it just sent me my email saying my my pre order was successful and everything. So I got that in there. So just so All you right. know, I need my my first edition copy so I of can course. add it to my repertoire and everything like that. Um, man, let me see. Nate, Nate, do you have anything else you want to ask um, me? As far as the stu- not not really with the uh, studio, my whole thing. I kind of asked all my questions. Um, and yeah, I'm glad. Thank you so much for doing this with us. It's always nice to have you on. Of course. And I think the last time it was probably this time last year we got to do a, a solo with you, which you rolled out. You were talking about Blade Titans then. I, it was probably mm-hmm. the summer last year because mm-hmm. we were still. But I couldn't talk about anything essentially except I guess like that it was coming, you know. Right. <laughs> there was there wasn't any like uh and even the last time that we were here we didn't have any we couldn't talk about it. Like when we were yeah. there in person, we couldn't really talk about Blade Titans. Um so I'm glad you said that because I want people to kind of remember, because if they haven't listened to that, that, like I said, that was close to That was about a year ago when it was thrown out there because Blade Titans, even though you're illustrating it, you were the kind of the brains behind the Blade Titans. You were kind of writing the script. So mm-hmm. if you can, just for the listeners again, like I said, it's been a while. So I don't know if they heard, you know, we got some new people since then. If they knew that you are like, you know, pretty much like the main writer in this series, um, how has that been, you know, with writing and illustrating the series um, and just like some of the ideas that you've come up with with Blade Titans and, you know, just how you've grown as a writer, even since last year when you kind of let us know that it was coming? Um, Man, so it's I think it's been really good to to be able to write uh, again, like like be actively writing because. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you guys know, I've, I've told y'all that I have my own series that I've had like kind of on the back burner for a while that I've been developing. Um, and so when I brought this idea to, to, of Blade Titans to, to Patrick, you know, it was like, and we, and we, and then we decided like, I think, so things just kind of like happened the way they should have, I guess, because originally Blade Titans was just going to be a one shot. You know, it was, it was just going to be okay. something we submitted to Shonen Jump and we either won or we didn't. And then that would have kind of, I guess, <laughs> determined. It probably would have gone on the back burner. I feel like we would have just focused on God Punch for the rest of the time. And who knows if we would have even have rebranded at this point, right? Um, so clearly that didn't happen. And we decided, like, let's just do the whole thing. Let's just make it an actual series. Because it was supposed to be that, you know, in the first place. We just didn't know if we had time for it. But we made time for it, clearly, uh, with that long hiatus of no, no content uh so yeah uh it's been really fun writing for blade titans uh i kind of get to exercise my my writing ability um 
And that's something I don't get to do for, you know, uh, for God punch. Cause I'm not a writer on that series, but, um, it's mm-hmm. really fun writing back and forth with Patrick. So like he and I, like, I know we say this, we are the dynamic duo. And, and now that extends past him writing and me just illustrating, but like even mm-hmm. more so when it comes to writing. So like, I don't know if, I don't know if we talked about this and it probably hadn't happened yet that we wrote. No, we probably did talk about this. We wrote the whole first script for, for blade Titans within like two days, you know, all 50 something pages, 52 pages. I mean, it was probably more than that at the time, but we wrote it within like two days, just piggybacking off each other, um, writing in Google docs, you know, where we could both write at the same time. So, uh, and then we would just like switch off. So I would write, write, four or five pages be like all right pat your turn you write like this next section this next you know based off of the scenes what was going to happen in the chapter so um that's been really fun uh the second chapter i feel like did we write the whole second chapter i feel like we finished it we did we finished the whole second chapter uh script we're currently working on the third um and that's it's really fun so like Patrick got me into the mindset of, of doing writing properly, essentially. So like initially when I would write, and this was the, this is the reason I didn't really get anything done is um, I would write summaries of whatever I was going to create, you know, like Mm -hmm. I have a very basic, you know, I say basic, it'd be lengthy. It'd be a lengthy summary, but there's no dialogue. Like there's no, um, there's no like real detail. To, to what's supposed to happen panel to panel. You know, it's not written in script format. It's written like you would read a, I don't know, a paper you would write in college or something. Right. Um, so right. I would start doing a series and then I get stuck because I haven't written out all the details yet. Um, Patrick got me in the mindset of you need to sit down. You need to create an arc list for, for everything that's going to happen. Like kind of, you have your your one arc bullet point what all the main points that are supposed to happen in that arc next arc do the same thing and that'll help you kind of craft um you know how the chapters are structured right um so right now i think i've gotten through almost well i can pull it up hold on um i've gotten through um we're gonna see because i had uh like i said i sat down and started just doing the arc list for this um and all right blade titans arcs so i have arc one all figured out um and the first volume of blade titans is actually like long so like you already know the first chapter is 52 pages, but we're still going to, we still had ended up with 10 chapters for the first volume. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be probably the thickest book in the, in the series is as far as I know, as far as I've written. So it's going to be a thick volume, uh, <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's got 10 chapters in it. Um, and then we, you really don't get any like, um, other introductions to other titans other than like we we know what happens at the end of chapter one right like in terms of who's going to show up um 
that's like the first Titan. But then like there's going to be another Titan introduced at the end of the first volume. And that'll be kind of like where the cliffhanger leaves off. Right. Um, Y'all going to be mad. It's okay. Um, (laughs) Then the second arc goes into that titan's story you know the the story behind that titan's pilot and and things like that and then how it ties in the present day with them meeting up and and things like that um and then we'll start introducing some other organizations and and things like that in the second arc um i don't think yeah i haven't even finished the second arc so the second arc is kind of long i think it may encompass more than just um the second volume it might kind of go further than that um because there's just a lot going on but yeah so i like the reason we sat down and did this mostly was because um you know we have some stuff going on in the background in terms of trying to get with a publisher publication so um that process includes you know having to write like a proposal for your series essentially like selling the idea of what you're writing, you know, um, what your series is. And that includes summarizing the content that's going to be in that first book. We had only written like two chapters, two and a half, two chapters and in, in beginning of the third. So I had was like, Oh, okay. I don't know what's going to happen at the, uh, you know, the next. So I had to sit down and write, um, the arc list out. And now that I've done that, I started writing, um, uh, doing the arc list for Black Lotus as well. So I know I said, I remember I did that little like, you know, promo image. And it was a sketch of my main character. And I said, coming soon in 2022. Yeah. So might have some kind of content for that that comes out in 2022. We'll see. It depends on my my schedule and like where things go. Like, do we end up with a publication? You know, Everything is kind of tentative right now. We, we we had a schedule initially, but that was for when we were independent. So if we mm-hmm. end up not being independent within the next couple of months, you know, or at least like subject not published. Yeah, it's subject to change. So um, we'll see how that goes. But like I said, writing, super fun. I love like I don't get to talk about it much because I'm, I'm mostly the illustrator. That's mostly what I'm known for. But <clears throat> Um, I love writing. Like, like I said, I have like several other series. Patrick says he wants to help me out with some of my other series. Um, so you'll definitely see some more stuff in the future. Like Black Lotus is probably going to have Patrick help me out um, writing wise on that. Uh, I have all of the arcs kind of planned out, but I don't have them all the, you know, all the smaller details planned out for that just yet. Details, That's what I'm doing yeah. with the art list. Um <clears throat> I have my other series, Calamity Zero, part of my universe, you know, that summary. Um, the Final Rewind, it's a time-traveling series. Um, that's got a summary already. Um, and you guys saw the redesign for the main character, uh, Tafari. He's wearing, like, the, the white outfit with the, the red glasses. Mm-hmm. That's the main character of the Final Rewind. Yeah. Um, okay. So, summary for his series. Um, my other series explosion joe is up in the air like i don't know what to do with that um i don't know if i've talked about it but i used to work for work it was more like an internship for um you guys know saturday am it's like a comic manga anthology yeah yeah yeah, so i I did like a internship essentially with them during college like sophomore year college and i had a series with them called explosion joe 
Um, and that was like the first time I had really started doing real sequential manga panels, like um, after writing out an actual script and stuff, because I had to do that for the first time. Um, and I only ran for like a couple of issues because I was busy. I was trying to play tennis and do art at the same time in college, and I couldn't handle trying to be on a schedule for a magazine, you know, mm-hmm. at the same time. So it didn't run that long, but. I do want to like essentially reboot it, you know, now that my artwork is leagues above where I was back then. Um, and of course my writing is 10 times better. So we'll see. Explosion Joe is like a spy superhero type series. Um, it's, if you read the background on the character, you would probably be reminded of like, green lantern you know how like remember how he got his powers on the airfield so yeah yeah how jordan my how yeah. jordan so yeah. it's kind of a similar backstory in terms of like the main character's grandfather uh was a pilot that was um pioneering like a uh, a green energy to use for his his airplane mm-hmm. and his air shows and stuff and uh a corporation didn't like that so they sabotaged his plane during the, the show and it crashed and exploded and the main character ran out onto the field and was exposed to the radiation. So he gets like nuclear abilities. And before anybody says this, no, he is not Bakugo. He is 20 I, times I better it, than Bakugo. He has much cooler powers. Okay. He's more so akin to like, uh, who could I compare him to? I mean, I'll say this. What's the nuclear guy in DC? Um, damn, what's his name? He he has nuclear power, but I can't remember his name. On is he? He's I, know, a DC I know who you're talking character. about. I don't know names of characters very well. Okay, off, like outside of the main big DC characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the main um, guys, yeah, yeah. So he's more akin to that in terms of like his body is basically a nuclear reactor, you know. So like he has you right, know right, different right. stages of of transformation. So it's like it's like if you took like a like a Marvel or DC like comics type storyline and made it shonen. You know, like he's got transformations, like different transformations and stuff that he can go through. Um, but they're like harder on his body, you know, like he's a nuclear reactor. So the more you push your body, the the worse it is side effect wise. So that's mm. his whole thing without, without getting too deep into it. But that's like more of a general surface level experience. I, I've talked about this on my instagram way in back in the past and stuff so but he actually started Mm -hmm. as a um a comic strip character that i did back in like middle school or high school or something like that oh Um, wow and it was he was just a comic book character and his his gag was somehow at the end of every comic strip he managed to blow himself up like he managed to like (laughs) oh you know i drove my car into a nuclear plant by accident explosion um, and so his name was Explosion Joe, right? Yeah. Explosion Joe. Um, so I was like, why don't I like do something with my old character and make him into like an actual character? So, um, yeah. Yeah. So do you still have like a bunch of your old notes like from middle, middle school? Yes. On up? In fact, I have a, I have like a, that's great. I probably have too many of them. I need to probably throw some of them out, but <laughs> I have like, uh, I still have some of the original like comic strips that I wrote back in middle school mm-hmm. and high school and stuff um and uh character designs and things like that um 
I'm definitely the type of person that likes to hoard all that stuff. I'm not the type of person that likes to throw old stuff away. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have I have like two bins under my bed that are full of just stuff from uh, middle school and high school that I made. Um, yeah, so I probably got some some story stuff I could bring from you know f- fleshing out from like high school and stuff. I mean, even Black Lotus was. Uh, a series that the lore behind that, like the series that I started writing in, in high school is the foundation for that series. It just got fleshed out over however many years it's been since I made that up. But um, yeah, so I just kind of have been improving my writing skills throughout the years. Every time I get like a little bit of downtime and I just like, yeah, I feel like working on Black Lotus or I feel like working on, calamity zero or something like that i'll go and start adding more lore so patrick will tell you i have um you know how there's like the notes app on phones where you can take notes so i mean i have an android but it should be the same um (laughs) there should be a there's like a limit to how many characters or words you know you can have in a notes and a single note i Mm -hmm. hit the character limit in in the notes app fleshing out what? Bla- uh, not Blade Titans Black Lotus um, and I had to start a new doc so I don't know how many how much I wrote in there but it's a lot and um, I I was kind of like oh I've been writing too long like I've, I've I need to take a break because clearly I I just kept going so um, as, as excited as I am about Blade Titans and like where that's going to go because I, I that's like one of my babies black lotus is like mm-hmm. get ready for some shit right i wanted to ask you this because i'm glad you said that because um with you being the illustrator and the writer for black lotus mm-hmm. and blade titans do you feel more pressure now that you have both of those big hats to feel versus you just being an illustrator just for God Punch for, for the most not part? Not really. I'm pretty confident in my writing skills. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Talk like, your shit. I'm talk pretty confident shit. in my writing skills. Um, not not to say that, I, not to like brag or feel like, you know, there's not room for improvement because there always is. But to see like, yeah. okay, so I'll, I'll say this. I read some of the other stuff that's out there and I can tell like, where my writing skills are versus like I guess the average person who makes manga you know what I'm saying and I'm like Mm -hmm. and I think maybe it's just being exposed to different so many different mediums like I'm well versed in anime and stuff but and that's that's probably the reason why a lot of like average manga writers and stuff like that don't have the best story is because they try and like just emulate stuff they see in anime I like to pull from all the books I've read, all the movies I've seen, TV shows, mm-hmm. any kind of media, and not just one genre, like right. psychological thrillers, crime shows, all that stuff. So, like, that's why Black Lotus is kind of like a mix, even though it is a, an action heavy, you, you'll feel like there's a little bit of shonen aspect to it, even though the, the main character is mm-hmm. 26. But so that technically qualifies it as a scene. But, um, there is the whole aspect of him being a detective. Like he works for the police department. So he has detective skills. Um, and even, is this a spoiler? Hmm. If I need to cut it out, just say, just say the word. 
Okay, I'll say this. So the whole thing behind Black Lotus, we know, is that like, and I've probably said this on probably a couple of different podcasts, if anybody's asked me about it, but the whole idea is that he's dead, he's died, and then he's reborn, right? Um, like the main character dies during a police operation gone wrong, and he's saved by the spirit of the of the King of the Dead, right? So he can't just walk around his city as who he was, right? Because people will recognize him. His old police folks will recognize who he is and things like that. So there is an arc in Black Lotus. And I think part of this was kind of inspired by how much My Hero Academia I've been watching and just like uh, superhero content is out there that I've seen recently. But I was like, okay, well, how do I get past the the you know the idea of him not being able to just like go around his go around his own city that he used to live in just as who he was right because um, he's dead mm-hmm. like he has a gravestone and everything um, so I was like what if he came back to his city and the way that he goes about trying to take down the syndicates that are you know control in control of his city is by becoming a vigilante so even though he's like you know he is like he's got the power of the king of the dead and everything um when he died there was kind of like a i guess a what's the word i'm looking for not resurgence but kind of like a a surge of vigilanteism you know like mm-hmm there were people out there who believed in what he was doing, trying to like purify his police department and, and eventually like expose people and, and things like that. Um, and that kind of like spawned some vigilanteism in his city. So he comes back and becomes a vigilante and just kind of joins the wave. Um, and so there's a whole arc about that. And um, I'm pretty excited for that particular arc. Cause I, I'm like, as much as I love like, my Hero Academia and stuff and and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know My Hero Academia does kind of take a more mature turn in the later chapters. But like... I gotta read it. I, I, I haven't read it, but I know like what's coming, you know? Like... I'll see right, spoilers like, on the it's hard, it's hard to avoid it, you know, the, the <laughs> war arc or whatever. So... Um, yeah, yeah. We, we get some... But because the characters are older, you can deal with more mature content. Right. Um, which is why I say it kind of leans toward being a scene in just because of the age of the characters. Um, but yeah, so he, he kind of dons a, a, a different name um, and becomes a vigilante in his own, his old city. Um, so yeah, I like to take different aspects. Like I said, he's a detective. Then I go like the whole superhero slash vigilanteism route. Cause I love stuff like daredevil and things like that. Um, and the idea of like being this mass crusader, you know, that protects, protects where you come from. Um, and then we go with the whole global, like, I have to save the world thing, you know? So there's plenty of mm-hmm. different genres in that one. Then I, you know, I talk about the final rewind is a time travel series because I love time travel. I love Steins Gate. I just, my, my, uh, Duke just watched Steins Gate. <laughs> I've seen it. I, yeah, I, I, I would love to see it. Yes. I was like, 
And now I gotta I gotta watch Steins Gate Zero because I know that's a sequel <gasps> and I haven't. Oh, I haven't you seen haven't it. watched it yet? Nah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> I heard it, it's very good and it's like a it's like a very faithful sequel. It's well done. It definitely. It, it, oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Please let me know when you watch it so yeah. we can talk about it. I okay. absolutely love Zero. Yeah, absolutely loved it. I love. I love just time travel stuff in general. So, of course, I was like, I have to write a series with time travel in it. I have to do some kind of like, you know, time travel type series. Um, and then I needed a series that takes place in the future. Well, technically, that is the series that takes place in the future. So the main character is from the future. He's sent to the past to stop an event from happening. You know, kind of Steins Gate style, you know, like right. they come back in time to stop CERN or whatever. Um, this, this is a much grander scale. So it's not like they're trying to stop somebody from making a time machine. It's more so like they're trying to stop a scientist from using alien technology to take over the world. Um, so there's aspects of time travel. There's aspects of like, I love the Matrix. I love the idea of like um, the whole like existential questions about like are you still a human if you don't have your body type thing um there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. that there's a whole arc that that covers that in the final rewind um i had just so much stuff i can't talk about but you know you know i I love like mixing genres into into one big series so yeah there's so many different aspects of time travel. I am so excited for that series, and you do not know how <laughs> happy I am on the inside. There's so many different theories, and I'm so excited to see which theory, you know, what theory that you use for your for your work. Oh, I'm excited. I'm partial to the world line theory that they use in um, in Steins Gate because I because that one makes the most sense. It does. You know, the it idea of like does. it's not the butterfly effect. As many as many right. as many times as people would like to like make the world mm. line uh, theory or string theory sound like it's the butterfly effect, it's not. That's different. But world line slash string theory, like I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but my senior year in high school, um, I had you know I had a studio art class, and you have to do like a theme, I guess, for your portfolio to mm-hmm. submit for, for for AP Studio Art. And I had just watched Steins Gate, and so I went down a rabbit hole of like looking up time travel theories and stuff like that. And so my entire portfolio for um, my senior AP Studio Art portfolio was based on the World Line theory. So. Um, like all the artwork that I did was based off of time travel and stuff. Um, so I've been fascinated with that since I've watched Steins Gate. I love Steins Gate. And I also love the fact that like Steins Gate was a, um, it's more like a, like somebody took a hoax story from the, I think it was the seventies or eighties. Oh and yeah. Wrote but, it into um, an actual, made it into an actual and- story. Like I love that, you know, because then I had to go do research on the hoax, right? On the whole hoax and how yeah. it was true and how he really said he came back from the past to stop this. Yeah, right. Like, the dude, he dude was John Teeter and he was building a yes. he, but he was building a time machine in his car. Like that was that was the whole thing was he was like going back to the future style. Yeah. So that's, that was funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I went down a whole rabbit hole with like researching time travel. Is it possible? different theories so of course when i when it when when the final rewind came up i was like this is it i gotta i gotta i gotta go deep in, the, in my time travel bag and um 
Yeah, I can't wait to like do more research and stuff on that because I haven't really fleshed that series out. I just have like some ideas. ideas. Um, but there's so many things you can do with time travel. So it is. Ooh, I cannot wait in. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> real quick, real quick, if y'all could go change one event in history with time travel, what would it be? I'm selfish as hell, so the Cowboys would have like a Super Bowl, like <laughs> another Super Bowl. Right or <clears throat> I just oh, had to put no. that out there. Like that's 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 me. I don't ask um, for much. <clears throat> hmm. Y'all had to have thought about this. At See, some but point. my like, thing is like, if I change something in the past, like that changes where I'm at in history now. So like, mm-hmm. it don't have to be about you. No, but it I mean, be about but that's anything. what I mean. Like. I could change something like like people say why didn't why didn't uh so oh okay Loki spoilers anybody not seen Loki I haven't finished it but you yep, can you yep, just feel free feel free sure? yeah, get, get yeah your feel shit free off. okay so get your shit off there's you know there's the whole thing with the fact that Kang is black and it's like well why didn't he why didn't he change slavery why didn't he well, you know why didn't he go back in time and fix slavery right my thing is he may not have even existed. If he changed slavery, you know, like that's that's this is, a this is huge true. event in history. You can't just like go back and erase that and expect things to be okay, right. anywhere near the same, right? Mm. So as much as I would love yeah. to be like, yeah, slavery, just go ahead and edit that out the timeline real quick. I might not even be here. I wouldn't be here actually, like <laughs> legitimately would not be here. So can't do that. But um. I might be, I might, I might be like, why don't I like go back in time and change something minor, like, uh, like the Tulsa race riots or something like that. Yeah. I could change that. That you know. Fair enough. So, so you so noble. I'm I'm selfish as hell. I'm thinking about putting some some laxative on the opposing quarterback's fucking food or some shit the morning before they play the Cowboys or something like that. Like that's how how little I wanted to be. Like I just want to win one good game or some uh, shit like that. Shoot. <laughs> um Nay? Mike, I'm done with you. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think I think this would probably be crazy enough. Um but I would probably do something Along the lines of going back to like 1996 and stealing Jeff Bezos' idea of Amazon. Hey, okay, yeah, okay. You know, and and taking it and then like letting my because I was only five, so um, letting my I don't know grandfather I don't know giving the the idea and everything to somebody I know. And us all eating off of that and not letting Jeff Bezos get the opportunity to become a billionaire and go to space. We would be going to space, guys. We would be thinking, <laughs> thanking the Amazon customers for buying crap, for letting us go to space. We would be making those type of horrible statements. Uh-uh. Oh, no. You know what I do? I definitely go tell my 20-year-old self 10 years ago, hey, put that... Uh, that fifteen hundred you had in your account in the Bitcoin oh, or some yeah. shit like that. Just let it sit yeah, there. I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, now I ain't gonna lie. Sure. Yeah. Look, I would even I would even go so far as to be like, not even not even that far back. Like, you know how the dude became a Dogecoin millionaire, and he just put like all his shit, all his yeah. savings in the Dogecoin. I would yes. go back literally to the beginning of this year or like the end of last year, oh. and put my stimulus check in Dogecoin, 
Yeah. Bro, just oh just God. that. I just rags. that's it. Rags. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Rags. Yeah, I'm oh, totally yeah. on all of those. Oh my God. Damn. me to a penthouse <laughs> that fucking quick. I'm crying. That quick. For real. Oh though. man. But in some yeah, world line, see, this happened. You're right. There's a version of me out. My variant yeah. is 100 oh, yeah. percent rich right now. My my <laughs> variant, like, so probably there's probably a variant of me that decided not to do art and just keep playing tennis. And so I'm probably on the pro circuit somewhere on a different timeline. Um, and then there's probably a variant of me that probably had the same idea as is is Pat, but we didn't we didn't go together. And so I'm still broke. You know, uh, work working on one series and still not finishing a chapter. That that's probably me. You know, I probably probably work for some bullshit design company somewhere. Um, and then there's probably a version of me and Pat that 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 did it a long time ago. So we already rich. Mm. Mm. My variant is definitely a drug dealer, like a kingpin. (laughs) Okay, all right. My All right. Okay. Um, Mike uh, Pin. Uh, no. <clears throat> <laughs> no. Oh shit. Oh man. Tell everybody, man, where uh, they can find Studio Maho website, socials, all that good stuff, man. So they can uh, tap in to this to this greatness that y'all are about to bring to the uh, world. Cool. So. Obviously, we have our own website, www.studiomaho.com. Um, you can read our series. That'll, you know, they have links to the webtoon, um, some past podcasts that we've done. We need to update those, but they, they'll be updated soon. Um, the books that are for pre-order right now, um, chapters one through three of God Punch and the pre-order for Blade Titans are live till tomorrow We'll have more pre-orders, sales. In fact, we may even be transitioning to where the, the store is just open all the time. We have inventory that we pull once we mm. have the integration done. So um, if you're on Instagram, I believe it's just I believe it's official Studio Maho. I'm going to look that up before I you know, say that and then people go look at it. It's not there. Um, let me let me right. just make sure. Uh, official. Yes, it it's official it Studio is. Maho. Uh, you know, all one word. Um, Twitter is at Studio Maho. Um, and don't worry about Facebook because it's not really working. It's not popping right now. We'll get back to that at a later date. Check our website if you're not on Twitter or Instagram. Um, my personal social uh, at Yen underscore Designs on Twitter. Um, and on Instagram, it is Kokujin Creates, K-O-K-U-J-I-N Creates, but with a K, all one word. Um, and I think Patrick is, uh, is he still Respect My Elders? No, he's God Punch Pat. No, God Punch Pat. No, he's right now. On Instagram, he's God Punch Pat. He's God Punch Pat. And on Twitter, he is Gumbo Goon. So, uh, yeah, definitely... Follow us, follow our, but most importantly, follow the Studio Maho accounts because um, that's you get all the updates and stuff on there in case one of us forgets to post. So, yeah. Yeah, Pat got to change his IG name to like Maho uh, Pat or some shit now. Facts, though. He does. He, he, he probably it's needs to be like, like Maho Pat or I don't know. Uh, 
studio had my hoe. I don't know. <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. We appreciate you pulling up with us again, bro. It's good seeing you this past week, last weekend, oh, yeah. and everything, bro. Uh, hopefully, we can link with you some more and everything, man. I'm, I'm trying to come to one of them Houston cons, man. Whenever they have a really good one, so y'all gotta let me know when when's a good Houston con. I can pull up so we can see uh, see y'all again. Shoot, and everything, we, we man. was thinking about going to the one next weekend. It's called uh, Anime Houston. It's like tickets are twenty dollars. <laughs> Anime Houston. For the whole weekend. Mm, next. Yeah. For the whole weekend? Weekend tickets, $20. So in my in my head, that was that seemed like a little bit of a red flag because I was like, why are they so cheap? But it's probably just because it's so small, you know, it's, and it might be. A, I think it's a pretty new con. So um, we'll see. But it's it's been around like it's it's established. It's not like this is his first year. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it should be cool. Um, not sure if I'm going to go. We'll see. Um and then we're we're heading to we have we have some business to attend to the week after that. Um, we're going to Austin, not for a con, but we're going to Austin. Uh, yes, business, business meeting. meeting. Uh, I know you know we said we have some stuff we was he's talking about doing with uh with RDC and stuff like that. So yes, we'll be doing that not next week, but the week it. after. So um, if if you see us on YouTube. I'm, not, I'm just kidding. I don't know. We'll see. We'll no, see. No, we'll you see. Right. We you know, see y'all on YouTube. We'll be in like a skit or something with RDC. Uh, <laughs> I need you it. Like, I need like it. Me and, me and Duke and Pat joke about this, but like, um, I think one of the things that Duke did to get their attention was, was uh, he was like, yo, I think he said to Mark, he was like, yo, how do we get, how do I get my, my, my manga or my anime character into uh, anime house? 100%. And uh, can you imagine like an RDC skit with like Percy or Mirai? Like that would be crazy. That would be so dope. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. Mark kind of looked like Percy. Oh, he could definitely so do it. Put that out there. He could definitely Super do it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, we we definitely looking out for that man. I definitely want to see uh uh Percy and Mirai and, and um Anime House six or seven, whichever <laughs> one they want to do next. So just gonna put just gonna put that yeah. out there in the universe. So but uh man, we appreciate you pulling up, man. You know, we always rooting for y'all hundred percent. Um y'all know you, you y'all know as the podcast goes, you know, we're y'all's biggest fans. So um shout out to y'all, man. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all y'all's support, man. Like y'all first podcast we ever did. Got us got us out here. So who knows what would have happened if we hadn't been on the y'all's podcast? Listen, we can't. In every version <laughs> of the multiverse, we, y'all have been on the anime's <laughs> podcast. I just want y'all to know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, man, we're going to get out of here. Um, y'all check out Studio Maho. Y'all check out Blade Titans. Y'all check out uh, God Punch. Y'all check out Black Lotus, Bill T. DeFront. Everything, the whole. Uh, Studio Maho verse, check out all of that shit. Um, but as always, wash your hands, wash your ass, watch anime, wear a mask.
Yeah.